What up, Unique Gang? It's your girl, Jazz Unique, back again with another episode for you. So, this is a story of time about the time I almost witnessed a girl being kidnapped on a public transportation. And I, before I start the story time, I just want to say happy Valentine's to the people that's listening. And also, if you're not listening right now in the month of February, I just also want to say happy Valentine's. And also, I want to say happy Black History Month, period. And um, I want to give a shout out to my family. Thank you for being consistent and listening to my podcast. Um, also, want to be thank you for the people that are listening and tuning in and joining now the Unique Gang community. Um, we're going to grow. We're going to bloom. We're going to make things happen for this podcast to be able to be brought out to people. And also, I can't wait for a season two because I'm eventually I'm a branch out and start interviewing many different type of people from many different backgrounds. Um, One thing about me as a sociology major, I like research and I like interviewing. Um, I felt like it was a very um, thing that I like doing is to know people's stories and know where they come from. So that's why I started this podcast, because I started off with my story, but then the second season will be other people's story. So um, just in case I don't have experience, somebody else might have experience too. So eventually when this podcast starts growing and eventually the um, audience starts tuning in, we're going to have a, um, a great community and a great um, support system to be able to um, branch out to many people. And that's what I'm hoping for and that's what I'm praying for. It. So let's get into the story time, how I almost witnessed and how I knew um, my senses and my energy and um, how God was telling me to pay attention. So let's start back. I think it was like summertime it was the summertime um summertime of 2021 um i worked at moe's um downtown if you're from pittsburgh area you know what moe's is the one downtown in market square and i got off of work early um usually i work a four to ten or even open to close but I got off of work early for some reason. I think uh, the labor was um, low, so they t- um, told me to go home, which I was excited about. Because most of the time when I was in um, in um, working, I was also in school taking classes. So um, during this time, I was going to the trolley station where I realized I didn't have my headphones. And sometimes you forget things at home for a certain reason. This is why I what I learned. So I didn't have my headphones in. So I'm just joined the trolley ride. Um, we got at, I think, we got at um, the stop of um, Station Square. Not, yeah, Station Square or um, Wood Street. Wood Street. We got off of Wood Street. Um, it goes Gateway, Wood Street, Station Square, and I think the other stops is like First Avenue, and then it goes um, Southside. I think that's how it goes. But it was Wood Street, and Wood Street's very packed. Um, a lot of people go in and be able to um, come in. That's when there are people like from business, from schools, um, Pittsburgh area. We got a lot of schools that goes downtown. I went to school downtown. Um, my high school was downtown. I went to City Charter High School. And that's when um, most of the people like business and different people that's working just like me, getting off of work um, during that time. It's very busy. So 
I'm sitting on a trolley. I'm sitting on a trolley where it's going um, face up. If you don't know where trolley is, it's a subway, basically. But we call it trolley where I'm from. So it's I'm sitting going straight for like front ways, going front ways, and I'm um, in a back, not all the way in the back, but like in a back where um, the driver's there, but I'm way in the back before before there's like the way back, back, back. So. Um, I'm sitting there and I'm like paying attention, not paying attention, but like, you know, looking around because I don't got my headphones. Usually when I have my headphones, I'm just listening to music and I'm tuning everybody out. So something just told me to just look for it and, um, look at this guy's phone. Usually, like I said, I don't be, um, in people's business. He was sitting in front of me and I was sitting behind him and there was a girl that was sitting beside us, but she was sitting like. She would sit to the right of us, but she would sit, like, two seats up. And he had, like, a newspaper, but he wasn't reading the newspaper. Like, me, for me, I can read body language, and I could read energy very well. So his energy was off to me. And I'm like, what is wrong with him? Why he he keep looking at her like that? It got me kind of mad because he kept looking at her like that. I'm like, why he keep looking at her like that? And he had his... um. His, he had his newspaper, but he had his phone. And I wasn't paying attention. And I'm like, okay, whatever. He might just be one of those people that just a little off. And when I finally tuned into his phone, when something was like, just look at his phone. When I look at his phone, it was a picture of the girl that was sitting right beside us. The girl never looked around. She didn't pay attention. And this is letting let ladies know. Pay attention, be on your P's and Q's. Just because you think you're safe in an area, you might not really be safe. Always look around and always be on your P's and Q's. And that just showed me to not have my headphones in because you never know who's plotting on you and you never know who's might be watching you. So as ladies, even men, make sure you keep around. Make sure you keep looking around and make sure that you're checking around who's around you because the guy was very obvious. If she was looking around, she would definitely see him looking at her. And I didn't have headphones, so I was just being kind of nosy but not really nosy because I was nosy for a reason. And I didn't have headphones for a reason because God knew that something was about to happen. So I'm sitting on a trolley. And, like, I just, as soon as I seen that picture, like, an instant, like, bad feeling, like, a gut feeling of, like, something bad is about to happen. And, like, I knew that that girl was about to be in danger because when I was looking at the text message of the dude on holding his phone, he was talking about, yeah, this is the right girl. She had the right clothes. She's She got the right length of hair. She's She's pretty. And the dude texting texting back like, yeah, she is right, she is nice, yeah, da da da. And he said like, yeah, she got a family though. And like he, she was talking on the phone, but she was actually she wasn't actually loud, but she was talking on the phone. But he was air hustling her conversation. And when she was talking on the phone, he was listening to what she was saying, and he was texting the dude or whoever it was texting him and we on a trolley and our trolley stops are consistent so when it's consistent and then after a while after a certain stop you have to push a button to get the trolley person to stop the trolley so you can get off and if she got off before him 
I didn't know what's going on. I thinking like, okay, he's about to go kidnapper, sex trafficking, because that stuff is real. You never know who's really a part of sex trafficking because it could be businessmen, it could be anybody that look like a regular guy that is actually out there doing that to females. So I'm sitting there on a trolley, and I'm like, okay, he might be trying to get off of her stop and harm her and tell the dude might be following her following the trolley and then eventually when she get off something bad might happen to her and instantly I had a panic attack because I just felt his energy and the dude's energy was like not good attentions of why he's taking random pictures of a young lady that's around my age and I'm 22 and he was just taking pictures of her and like he was just sending multiple pictures saying like yeah she's the right one and me seeing this it's like okay i see it on news i see it on tv but i never really experienced somebody that's actually about to do somebody do something to somebody so i got up my stop was about to come so i got up and i eventually went out to go um tell the trolley person but I was hesitant of trying to tell him but then eventually I was having a panic attack because I felt like my soul knowing that he's about to harm her and like he's about to like I'll like do something bad and like sometimes would they say like your instincts know like a woman's instincts I knew he his tensions with her wasn't like oh I'm trying to take on a date or anything he was really trying to harm her and really trying to do something vicious to her because I just knew off of the vibe that he had and off of his energy energy is real and like off of his energy it wasn't a good energy it wasn't something that was genuine he was out there trying to really harm her and before I got off the trolley I noticed that he took his ring off he had a wedding ring and he had kids because I knew he had kids because he had a, um, on his phone, he had a little girl and he took his wedding ring off. And to my, I don't know if that's my instincts, but like, that's my sign. Like he's not trying to have evidence if he's trying to harm her or grab her with his wedding ring. So, or he's trying to put on gloves or something afterward before he get off the trolley. Like, cause no one's paying attention. Cause he don't think nobody's paying attention to him. And I wanted to grab his phone. I wanted to do that, but I just didn't. It was just like, I was hesitant. You never know what you would do in that situation when you do it. So I was kind of hesitant because, first of all, I'm a female by myself. I'm about to get off of Charlie by myself. I don't know if he's going to follow me or try to do anything and not trying to be make it like a racial thing. I'm also a black woman. He was a white male. So... I didn't want to be the aggressor, as you know, sometimes that can be turned to a wrong situation. It could be turned to my, it could be turned to my fault if I do something like that, or he would delete the text messages before the police come. So I hurry up and go to the front of Charlie. At this time, I feel like I'm about to cry. Like bust out in tears. I'm having a panic attack because my like I can feel 
if I don't say nothing to him, to somebody, that this man's about to harm this girl. And I like, like I said, like I didn't think to call my mom or like to call the police. Cause I put my phone, I think I put my phone in my purse. And it's just like I was in shock because I never witnessed somebody actually about to be kidnapped um, or or harmed or anything that can happen. I just knew, like, his tensions was not good and that she wasn't being paying attention. And women out there or even men out there, pay attention. Don't be always in your phone. Look around. Like, keep your eyes around. Circle your eyes. Like, don't just focus on one thing circle your eyes pay attention because you never know and always make sure like you always on your p's and q's because like i said you never know when someone is really out there trying to get you and trying to harm you and always keep some mace on you definitely keep some mace on you because you never know when somebody's really out there trying to do something harm because the young girl, she was so clueless what's going on. And my mom told me um, when I was telling her about it that I should have sat by her and told her what's going on. And, but that was my first experience dealing with something like that where I actually felt the harm he was about to do for her. And I honestly believe that was like God's senses of like, this girl's about to be harmed. Like, you you have to save her, like, you have to spare life, like, you have to help her, because she, if you don't help her, no one's paying attention, no one's realizing this dude's taking pictures of this girl, and sending it to a random person, and she's on a trolley, where she, and, like, she can drive home, and all that, he can know, he, she eventually gotta walk to her car, and you never know, he, somebody behind us, because our trolleys, our trolleys go into like little streets and towns and stuff. So somebody that can be following Charlie on the little street and just keep following her in another car and be just grab her in a car and snatch her up. So before I got off the trolley, I went to the bus driver and there was this guy sitting next to the bus driver talking to the bus driver and he was kept talking to her and like I'm like excuse me excuse me like ma'am I need to talk to you and she was like okay what's the problem and I'm like this man is out this uh, man is out here taking pictures of this young girl and he was like and I was like you gotta pay attention and make sure that this girl is not is and like make sure that she's okay the guy he was screaming like where you at I'm gonna point him out Get telling me what what's what he got right now. We can make this soft this right now. He could get kicked off this trolley right now. I'm like, nah, bro, we can't do that. So he got off. So I told the lady where he was at located. I told her what seat. I said, it's already in the back before you go to the the um space between. He's the second one towards the back seat. So I told her to like keep her eye out. On this young lady, and she's um, I think she had brown hair, long brown hair, and um, she was very skinny. 
And um, that's why I told her, like, to keep eye out on something like that because I felt like something really bad was about to happen. So when I got off the trolley, I kind of felt like I was, like, hopeless, but I knew that um, that's the best thing I could do because um, I got to defend myself. I can't do something um, senseless. So when I did times like this, I think quick. I think of like the actions before I do it because I don't want to put myself in a predicament where I can go to jail or anything like that. Because like I said, I have people that's relying on me. I have a little sister that was relying on me. So I never want to put myself in um, a place where I could go to jail because like I said, he can quickly, he didn't have his text messages, text messages at the top of the, um, at the top of his text messages, he had it put it all the way down at the bottom because he had an iPhone and he had the message all the way down of his message. So it would make it seem like, oh, there's no text messages. I don't know what he, she's talking about. And it would make it just like me like a target because you never know. Like I said, you never know who's um, going to come after you. So I didn't want to be next as a victim or my fit put my family in harm. So I was thinking smart before I reacted because you never know who's on that trolley that's with him. There could have been somebody that's on a trolley with him that's doing um doing the same thing, targeting young females and trying to harm them or do anything weird. And like I was saying, this story time is just to put this out there that um, people that out there that are kidnapping people can't be just random men. Don't even look like they can do that type of stuff. So, ladies, even gentlemen, make sure you be on your P's and Q's. And ladies and gentlemen, make sure if you have an instinct feeling, go with that instinct feeling. Because most of the time, the instinct is telling you what is true. And... That's what I was saying is, like, God was actually telling me, like, the reason why you didn't have headphones is because this young girl is out here about to get kidnapped. And you're the only one that realized that this dude's taking pictures in his actions, in his behaviors, where because you pick up on body language and energy. Um, I do pick up on energy and, like, I don't know if I saved her life because I, after that, I said a good prayer and, like, um ask God to protect her and give her coverance and make sure that her family's straight. Um, but I felt like I did something uh, to not save her life, but like felt like I made an impact of like slow him down or hopefully helping her to not make a home safe to somebody because I don't want nobody to do that to me. I would want somebody to stop or say something or speak up about something if somebody is about to kidnap me or do something harmful to me because I felt I felt the energy that he was about to do and that man was evil <laughs> he was evil I never had a panic attack but I had a panic attack like I was really about to cry on public transportation because I felt the danger that this girl was in I literally felt it like in my soul like I felt like, my body locked up, and I felt the energy that he was about to do to her. And 
um, I was just a sign that like how God was saying, like, you got to do something. You have to stop something. You, you, you gotta, you got to do something. You have, that's like, it's, it's your instincts, but it's also your soul telling you that other souls around you might not be good. So if you're ever in a place that you feel like, um, it's not right, or if you're ever in a place that you feel like it's, um, not safe, go with that instance. Don't let other people think, oh, you're cool, you're good. Sometimes the instinct is trying to save your life. That's your angels covering over you and trying to tell you to be covered. Um also never be don't never be mad about being late or um early or even on time for things because sometimes being late can save you also because that's your angels working on your behalf and and also being sometimes being early is also your angels working on your behalf because you never know what's happening on the other side of the road but that's another story time for that but like I said it's a unique gang make sure you add me on Instagram add me on Facebook and also make sure you add me on my TikTok too and it's jazzy unique and I believe it's the other one's um, is Jazzy Unique too. All right. So this is Unique Game, and we're out. Peace.